0: You're listening to Rema for Today Radio.
1: You never read in your Bible anywhere where the Holy Ghost ever met anybody on the street and healed them. But you read where men full of the Holy Ghost did. Amen. Are you listening to me? You never read anywhere where the Holy Ghost just on His own ever met anybody or went anywhere and filled people with the Holy Ghost. But you read where men were preaching the gospel full of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost found You'll need where others laid their hands on them, and the Holy Ghost came and filled them.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching on the Holy Spirit. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Today is the last day. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: God I might pray God would revive you but I can't <laughs> pray God would revive us <laughs> and he said this pastor said and I was just bold enough to say to them now I'll tell you just coming over here praying with you folks this negativism is wearing off on me and i want to get away from it <laughs> and so he said I left <laughs> I couldn't get in on their prayer meeting now prayer meetings are good yeah. I'm not minimizing your speed against prayer. Maybe you understand that. But you know what? You can enter in the wrong way and pray the wrong way and really defeat your purpose. Amen. Amen. Just like this, I was preaching the last time we were holding a meeting. I preached some services there, but last time I was holding a meeting with that Brother Goodwin's church. In one of the morning services, after the teaching, a lady came up. She's a Baptist lady. And she said, to me, Brother Goodwin, we were standing there talking, she said, pray, I oh, want you to pray for me. Well, we thought you know wants to pray right now that she'd receive something, and she said, "Well, she had seen the light on the Holy Ghost now, and she wanted to be filled with the Holy Ghost." Well, Brother Goodman said, "Never better time now." Yeah, but she said, "I know." She said, "I just want y'all to pray for me, but said I I, I couldn't receive right now. I, I've got some more digging to do." <laughs> Well, now, Brother John Osteen was there, and he is standing right by, you know, and he's Baptist, and, 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 and he knew this woman, she's Baptist, you know, and he said, now, sister, you see, the, the very th- thought that she had was, what she meant by digging, because we inquired, she meant I've got some more praying to do, Yes, you see, I've got some more praying to do, now, what for, see, well, she said, uh, you know, get to the place where I can receive. The Holy Ghost. I, I see it. so I, I used to believe in this, but but now I see it now. But I've got some more praying to do before I can get the Holy Ghost. Well, now, brother Osteen said, "Aren't you saved?" "Oh, yes." "Aren't you blood-born, born again, child of God?" "Yes." He said, "Do you believe if you were to die this minute, you'd go to heaven?" "Why, yes," he said. "I know it would." But he said, "If you're good enough to go to heaven, you're good enough to have a little, a little more heaven in you. You don't have to do any more praying." You don't have to do any more praying. And you know, she saw that. He said, it's the blood of Jesus Christ that cleansed you from all sin. Amen. It's the blood that made you worthy to receive. It isn't something you did. It's the blood. Amen. It's God making you a new creature. Amen. So, Brother Osteen, Brother Goodman, myself, prayed that that dear Baptist woman almost instantly received the Holy Ghost. Amen. Forget to speak the time. Now, I just said that to use as an illustration. You see, we can get on the negative side of the issue... And talk ourselves out of what we already have. And talk ourselves out and even pray ourselves out of what belongs to us. Can you see that? Amen. And so here was this pastor that said we are praying and a fasting that the Holy Ghost. And, and, and you know this is the idea that a lot of folks got. They've got this idea that we will pray and God will move. Uh, you know, in in just some unseen fashion or an unknown way that he'll just start moving off out here somewhere, you know. But you know he won't. Are you listening to me now? I remember the last church I pastored, God began to deal with me about some ministries and some things that I'm doing now he began to deal and talk to me about some things he had said to me for 10 years before about healing and healing ministry. And so way back in the winter of 1947-48, I spent the biggest part of the time out in my church just praying, waiting on God in a positive, constructive manner, fasting some. And, and, and the Lord began to speak to me. Well, I was invited to speak to a youth meeting in our area of the country and so i i started to speak along a different line and then other brethren were there so i just shared with them what the lord had been saying to me i said if god called me you brother know it you know other spirit-filled people do we think sometimes you know we're sort of a law unto ourselves we know everything but we don't you see other folks who have the spirit they know too when god's moving though though the spirit doesn't manifest himself the same way with them yet they know and I said to my fellow pastors and brethren, if God called me, you know it. And I began to share with them some things that had happened, some things the Lord had said to me. And as I did, you see, the, the local pastor of this church had never prophesied before in his life. And I don't know whether they ever did since then or not. But he suddenly stood at his feet and began to prophesy that these things were so, you know. And sort of like down at Antioch, the Holy Ghost said, Separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for the work we two have called and so then the presbyter of this section for the assembly of God meeting, the presbyter, he said, Brother, and he said, that, that's God. And he said, the sex committee, this lay hands on him. Send him out like they did in the 13th chapter of Acts. And so the, the sex the committee and the presbyter laid hands on me and sent that very night separated me under that ministry, you see. And then the presbyter's wife had bursitis in her left shoulder. And for over a week she had been able to get her hand to her hair. And the Spirit said to me, I heard the Spirit, that voice, coming unto me saying, You call her up here and pray, uh, or minister to her, and I'll heal her now in front of the whole crowd. This will be a sign unto you and to this congregation that I've called you to place my Spirit upon you. So I did it. She is instantly delivered. Praise the Lord. But now here's what I, I said all that to get to this. I went back home from that meeting. You know, you can be where God's moving, God's a blessing. It's all wonderful. But you know, it's not like John the Baptist. He's out there preaching and he got in jail. He sent some and said, you go ask him. <laughs> Why, he had announced that this is. He had announced. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Hadn't he? I said, John the Baptist had said that. Behold, he had announced it. As the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. But he got in jail there, and He sent some to his disciples said, you go ask him. He began to wonder about it. Well, I'll tell you, I went back home, and I went to a prayer and a Bible conference. And it's not every prayer and Bible conference you go to that's a real prayer and Bible conference. But some way or another, every speaker there, instead of encouraging people to obey God, seemed like they're opposed to people obeying God. And instead of, they're all supposed to believe in divine healing, but instead of encouraging people to practice divine healing and pray for the sick, seemed like they discouraged it and spoke negatively. In fact, some of them finally said, some leaders finally said that just one person oughtn't to pray for the sick. Well, I thought to myself, how well, you know, I, I couldn't figure out as you go through the Acts of the Apostles, how come God just best to use certain ones. But he did. No, and they said that, that one just one person ought not to pray for the sick, but said that if there were sick people in congregations, just have everybody to pray, and that way God got all the glory. And so I'll be honest with you, I just went back home and of course, we wives. she didn't go with me, but, you know, you wives always tell something wrong. With them. I had hardly hit the door. My wife said, what's the matter? Well, I said, we're not going to leave our church. We're just going to stay here. And I told her what had happened. And I said, I'm, I'm never going to pray for the sick again as long as they live. I'll never, never pray for another person, never lay hands on another person. But uh, thank God for a good wife. And my wife is not that way at all. She's never told me what to do. But uh, she just said to me, yeah, we're leaving. <laughs> That's the only time in our life. She said, we've already got, told the folks we're leaving. We, I've got everything packed up while I was gone. And said, we go, you're going to obey God. You're going to yeah, yeah, obey God. We're going to obey And we did. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, friends, uh ism will defeat you. Yes. Amen. Now, now it seems to me that those folks had this kind of an idea that we'll just pray and God'll move. But now wait a minute, friends. God doesn't move off out yonder somewhere. God said, I I, I walk in them. Yeah. I I dwell in them. He said, I walk with them. I'll dwell among them. Then God moves where he walks. God moves and manifests Himself where He dwells. God moves and manifests Himself where He is. Amen. Hallelujah.
0: Glory.
1: Are you listening to me? Oh, well, now somebody said God is everywhere. I know that. I know that in a general sense. He's everywhere. But I'm talking about where this presence of God is. Where this presence to be manifested is where this presence is to be felt. And so some people have thought they were humble and didn't know they were ignorant (laughs) and really missed it. And they thought just something's going to break off out here, break out off out here somewhere where where man wouldn't have anything to do with it. But friends, God's going to move through men. God is going to move through His church, the body. God is going to do his work the Lord Jesus Christ is going to do his work through his body now you separate your head from your body and you'll be dead amen isn't that right and your body brother freeze is not going to go back over at Muskogee in your head and stay here isn't that right and if we sent your body back without your head to Muskogee there wouldn't one thing get done over there would it no sir are you listening to me You never read in your Bible anywhere where the Holy Ghost ever met anybody on the street and healed them. But you read where men full of the Holy Ghost did. Are you listening to me? You never read anywhere where the Holy Ghost just on His own ever met anybody or went anywhere and filled people with the Holy Ghost. But you read where men were preaching the gospel full of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost fell. You read where others laid their hands on them and the Holy Ghost came and filled them. God works in line with certain laws and certain rules, folks. Yeah. Amen. And when you understand those laws and those rules, then you can work with Him. For we are workers together with Him. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible makes the statement that we are workers together with Him and then the word of God makes the statement that Jesus said go into all the world preach the gospel to every creature and he that believeth is baptized shall be saved and he that believeth not shall be damned and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name that cast out devils or demons and and that they'll speak with new tongues and that they'll take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing he shall not hurt them and they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover and then it tells us that they went everywhere preaching the word the Lord working with them confirming the Word with Signs
0: Follow. You're listening to Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Hey, you know, hon, I, I want right now
1: to call your attention to the special that we have yes. for $45.40 of these four study guides. You want to get this. That's right you want to get there. This is a great thing to study for this year. Right, it's a great for thing to churches, study. For churches, for Bible studies, for individual study. Individual study. Faith it's
0: study course, prayer study course, Holy Spirit and His gifts and, healing. and healing. Yes, yes. yes. Call toll free one eight 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 faith 99 Again, call toll free one eight 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 faith 99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G rhema.org Today is the last day for this offer Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150 We always love to hear from our listeners so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan starts a new teaching that's sure to inspire your faith. That's next week here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We're looking forward to you being with us next week.